Hello, everyone. You're listening to the LockingYourSuccess.com Trading Performance Podcast with Master Trading Performance Coach John Locke, where it's all about real traders, real problems, and real coaching. This is episode number 15, and today I'd like to talk to you about a topic we covered in our live trader transformation workshop that we held last year, and that is the topic of having the proper perspective when evaluating non-subjective income trading strategies, as well as how your position sizing strategy is going to affect your ability to be successful in trading. So what I'd like to do is to have a discussion about what most people might consider a perfect trade, or perhaps a dream strategy as it relates to income trading. And as we talk about this, I want to discuss why many traders would fail in the implementation of a dream or perfect trading strategy. So before we get started, i just like to talk to you about this and let you know that this is a hypothetical trade. In other words, it is completely made up, uh, the information on this worksheet, as an educational uh, exercise to help you understand the ramifications of what you're doing when you're choosing a trading strategy. So again, this document is completely Hypothetical, it's shared as an example only, and it's for educational purposes, and let's move on. What we would like call a perfect trade in the income trading world is a trade that has a probability of 80% or a probability of winning of 80% with what we call a one-to-one risk-reward ratio. In other words, we're going to put the trade on and this is a non-subjective income trade, by the way. And let's say our, our thought is that we're going to put this trade on the same way every month at the same time, regardless of what the, what, what the market's doing. And we wanted to you know, make a certain amount of money on a monthly basis, which is what a lot of people tend to want to do in this type of trading. So let's say we had this trade and it has a win probability of 80%. Uh, and a risk-reward of one-to-one, basically meaning that our profit target and our max loss are equal. So where we had that type of trade, we might see or we might see numbers like this, or this is what a lot of traders would expect to see, right? So our typical expectations on this is we have a trade with an 80% win ratio, meaning it, it wins 80% of, 80% of the time. Uh, if it wins 80% of the time, that means it loses 20% of the time. Let's just say we have an average, an average win of 10% or a profit target of 10%. And when we win, we generally are going to win 10%. And when we lose, we're generally going to lose 10%. And let's say we're trading with a planned capital or a capital number of $50,000 per trade. If we were to do that in any given year, we would have 10% wins 80% of the time. And then we'd have to take away our losses of 10% wins. 20% of the time, in a given year, that's going to give us a 72% return in a 12-month period, assuming we're doing 12 trades a year. So the result of that, from a cash standpoint, is going to equal $36,000. All right? So let's say that happens in year one, it happens in year two, it happens in year three, it happens in year four, then what our return on our planned capital for that four-year period is going to be 288%, and our annualized rate of return on that capital is going to be 72%, okay? And the results from a dollar standpoint is we would have made $144,000 with our $50,000 in capital. Pretty good. Right? That's why we call this a dream strategy. Now, the reality is that 
we have an 80% win rate on a strategy, we're not really going to get an 80% win rate every single year. An 80% win rate on any strategy, when we when we talk about income strategies, is going to be an average, an average over a very long period of time. Hopefully, it's been tested over a very long period of time. So we're going to have an average win rate of 80%. What that means is one year you might win 100% of the time. One year you might win 90% of the time. Maybe 80%, maybe 70% of the time next year, maybe 60% the next year. So in other words, you're going to have fluctuations depending on market conditions and how well that trading strategy fits whatever market conditions you're in that are going to determine exactly how many, what your win rate is going to be in any given year. And this is one of the challenges we, that we have with uh, these trading strategies in particular because they can win for a very, very long time. We can have periods of time of one year or two years or three years. Uh, I just had a, a trading strategy called a V17, an X4 version 17, that went three years without a loss. And that can happen. But you have to remember, if you get a 100% win rate for three years in a row, and you have a strategy that wins 80% of the time, just in order for the win rate on that strategy to be 80% or to go back to 80%, your year four has to be much less than 80%. It might be 70%, it might be 60%, it might be 50% or, or less, because that's what has to happen in order to get our long-term average of 80%, right? Just because you ha if you have a, 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 a strategy that back-tested with an 80% win rate, just because it won 100% of the time for a couple of years, it doesn't mean it changed the dynamics of the market, and it doesn't mean that the dynamics of the trade are all of a sudden going to work every single time going forward. Chances are that strategy is going to run through a rough period that's going to draw you back down to that 80% win rate on average. And like I said, if you had 300% years in a row, that's going to take some years in the 60% range and uh, in order to straighten out. So a more realistic rate of dis distribution of our win rates, you know, and so for example, we might have 90% win rate in year one and then 82, and then in year two, maybe we'll have an 80% win rate like we would normally do. And then in year three, perhaps we'll have a 50% year rate, win rate. And then perhaps in year four, maybe we'll have a 100% win rate. And again, we can go on and on for, you know, five, six, seven, eight, 10, 20 years uh, with this, right? But if that were the case, if we were to come in here and we were to take this, this strategy and we were to trade it year one, we'd have a 96% return with our 90% win rate. Year two, we'd have a 72% return with our 80% win rate. Year three, maybe we'd break even because we had a 50% year rate and we have win rate and we have that one-to-one -one, uh, risk-reward ratio. And then in, in year four, maybe we have a 100% win rate and we make 120%. If you add all, all those up, you get the same percentage return over four years as you had before no difference. You also have the same annualized return of 72% per year. You also have the same dollar amount of wins after those four years. That's fantastic, right? Still the magical strategy, right? We made 48,000 one year, 36 the next. The next year we broke even. Uh, the next year we're up 60,000. So everything is going along fine. Now, if we bring this to the next layer of reality, Right, so so far this is completely fictional, but if we bring this into the next layer of reality, uh, the reality is if you have a trading strategy that has a 10% profit target, 
chances are you're not going to hit that profit target when you win all the time. Sometimes you might win 5%, sometimes you might win 3%, sometimes maybe 8%. You're probably not really going to ever win more than 10% because if you have a profit target at 10%, you are going to cut your, your wins short usually and uh, you know try and get out of that trade when you hit your when you hit your profit number. So that being the case, you might have a average win. Your actual average win may be in the 5% range. And your average loss may end up in the 8% range because usually if you lose a trade, usually it's in trouble. Yes, sometimes we take a, you know, say we have a maximum or a, what we call an exit loss trigger, a 10% drawdown. Um, a lot of the time you'll get out at around 10%. Sometimes you might get out of a loss a little bit less than 10%. And sometimes, you know, when the trade's in trouble and you have a gap and the market runs away, you might end up at 15% or whatever, but the reality is in most of these income type strategies, if you start out with a one-to-one -one risk reward ratio, a lot of times your average loss is about three or 4% more than your average win. So if we take that into consideration, we put our average win at 5% and we put our average loss at 8%, which is a little bit more realistic, this is how the numbers come out, right? So we have year one, we had a 90% win rate, um, we won 5% on average when we won, we lost 8% on average when we lost, then we have a 44% gain, right, $22,000, and if you follow that through on the second year, the third year, the fourth year with our different win rates, right, which is a little bit more realistic, then we end up with a little bit less money. So here, or up here, we had a 288% return over those four years with a 72% year return on average. A little bit more realistic would be maybe a 115% return when we consider our actual average wins and losses and annualize us out at about 28.8%. If we were to do that, okay, and we were to look at our numbers now, now we have a trading strategy that won 22,000 its first year. 14.4 second year, we lost $9,000 in a third year, a little bit of a loss, and then we had a really good year the fourth year, and we made $30,000 for a profit over the four years of $57,000 on our $50,000 plan capital. Still, excellent returns, right? Excellent returns. They're lower than, than you know, what a lot of people expect, but to some people, this will be a bit of a shock to them. Right, because they don't really understand that it's not. Hey, I get five percent every month just because my five percent is average. We're gonna we're gonna get these variations in the strategy. It's gonna happen in any strategy. It doesn't matter what it is. It's especially if it's rule based and it never changes according to the market conditions. But this is still excellent. I mean, you can make an incredible amount of money. I mean, look at twenty eight point eight percent. That outperforms most every mutual fund on the planet and most uh, traders on the planet. So that's a uh, that's an excellent excellent return. But there's a challenge that comes in. You could take this trading strategy and trade it, and you could be a very rich person doing so. However, most people are not going to do this. They're not going to keep a consistent capital. What most people's position sizing strategy is, is they go in and, or this is the process they go through, they go in, they do this back testing or they get a trade or whatever and they start trading it live and they do what we call test, 
right? Which I agree you should do, right? We shouldn't go in all in full capital with a with trading strategy that you've never traded live before. You should spend some time testing it. But what they'll typically do is they'll test that strategy. And if that goes poorly, they just switch strategies into something else, right? If your initial test goes poorly, a lot of people get discouraged quite quickly because they don't have the confidence in the strategy. They're going to go in and do what we call strategy hub, which is generally problematic for long-term success, but that's typically what happens. But if the test goes well, they eventually double their trading capital. And as they double their trading capital, again, if things go really poorly, a lot of times they'll just completely exit and move on. But... Say we're in those one of those periods where the trade does well for, say, six months or eight months or 12 months or even longer. Eventually, they get very confident in that, and they do what they call what I call going all in. They don't really think about the losses. They don't think about their position size. They just kind of get excited about what's going on and, you know, natural human things, and they jump all in. And they're trading way, way too large than they should be trading. Then what happens is they'll hit that bad year. And then they'll do what we call retreat, and they go back to test. So they'll bring their position size way down and start trading small again. Well, if we take that with our perfect trading strategy, if we think about that, right? So they start in year one testing with a very small amount of capital, say a planned capital of $5,000. So they'll spend a period of time at at $5,000 and everything's going fairly well. So they're like, I'm going to double my size. And they double their size. They go to $10,000. And then they have another good year. They win 80% of their trades. Not as many as a percentage wise, but still a very good year. They end up with 28.8% for the year or uh, with their $10,000 or $2,800. Everything's going well. They said, this is all... I can't believe this trade strategy. It's magic. It's magic. This is unbelievable. I'm I'm putting all my money in. $50,000. Right? They make this huge jump in escalation in capital. And usually, if a trading strategy with, say, an 80% win rate, which is really about as good as it gets, we have some trading strategies that that are that have a, like a 90% strat, uh, or so um, long-term historic average, but those are what I call blow-up strategies because they're they're using such a small amount. They make such a small amount of, amount of money compared to the risk that they actually take in. But um, you know, 80% is is we have 80% strategies, and that's generally 75 to 80% win rates. Generally, a good strategy to deal with. But anyway. Um, this is, as we say, the perfect strategy. So anyway, they jump up to $50,000. And then that bad year comes. Or I should say the win rate normalizes to 80%. And now they lose 18%. Not really a big deal when you think about it because you made 44 you made 28 I don't know if you add those together. What do you get, 60 72 or or so percent? So you have a bad year and you lose 18%. From a percentage standpoint, that's not a big deal. But when we look at our dollar standpoint, from a dollar level of what traders see or the way they perceive things, is they say, hey, I made $2,200 one year. I made $2,800 the next year. And this year I lost $9,000. I traded for three years and I lost money. I lost two years of profits. I can't believe it. This thing sucks. Let me try it again.
and they go back in the market. Now, at this point, they're probably going to switch strategies. A lot of people probably 50% switch strategies, you know, 10% stop trading altogether, and maybe the other, you know, 40% come in, and they come back in, and they test. But either way, even if they go to a new strategy, they're going to be testing, right? So they come in on the next year, and wouldn't you know it, the next year we have one of those good years where we went 100% of the time. Now the question is, does this actually happen in reality? And the answer is absolutely yes. We have a trading strategy called an M3, and uh, we had a tough year in 2016. Our win rate was less than normal. Actually, let's even go back down to 2013. We had a tough year in 2013. It was a winning year for the strategy, but you know its returns were probably about a third of what they normally are. So during that year, some people got frustrated. They tried to hop to strategies that may have done better than that year, that may have done better recently. And <clears throat> what ended up happening is the very next year, that strategy did the best we've ever seen it do in history live trading it and in history even backtesting it. We had the best year ever in 2014. So those people who went through 2013, they were either trading small because they went through a bit of a rough period, or they weren't trading a strategy at all. We had another good year in 2015. 2016 was a bit of a rough year. We lost some traders. They swapped strategies. They dropped their size. 2017, even better than 2014. Fantastic, fantastic year. So my point being is these strategies run through these things, and uh, that's just a normal part of trading, and it doesn't matter what strategy you go to, you're going to run into that. That's just life, as they say, right? And this position sizing strategy, you know, you can go through four years and have an excellent return from a percentage standpoint on what you've actually put into the trade and still lose money because of your position sizing strategy. So it makes a lot, a lot of difference. And, uh, you know, we also go over, hey, what if you did the opposite? What if you traded with a large amount of money, and then when you did really well, right, what if you said, I'm confident that I have a good strategy. I've back-tested it, and I've live-traded it for a little while, and now I'm going to start from zero, I'm just going to start from from scratch. And I'm going to go all in at first, and I'm going to trade $50,000. And then if I have a really good year, then I'm going to reduce my position size. Then if I have another good year, I'm going to reduce my position size some more. And then if I have a bad year, I'm going to come in and I'm going to increase my position size for the following year. Now in this example, these win rates not the numbers after it, but the win rates here are actual win rates from a trading strategy that we have in a four-year period. One year was 90%, one year was 80, one was 50, one was 100. That's where I got that out of. Okay, so this actually happens. It had you use the opposite trading strategy of what most traders are going to do. Had you done that, you'd have made you know $22,000 here. Right, you made a little bit less. You made a lot less here because you dropped your position size, and the win rate wasn't quite so good. Right, then you dropped it more because you had another good year. Then when you have a you losing year, you lose only fifty-four hundred dollars, and then after you your losing year, you crank your size back up again because you know 
that we should be pushing that 80% ratio over time, putting your probabilities in your favor with your position sizing strategy. So you, you hit $30,000. Now you've gone this whole time period and you've actually made a lot of money. So you have two traders trading the exact same strategy by the exact same rules. One trader kept a consistent capital and made what, $57,000. Another trader used the typical trading capital sizing strategy of most traders and they lost 900 bucks. And then you have somebody who did the opposite trade, the opposite thing. And you know now they're, they're making about $58,000 in this example. So that's how powerful your position strategy is. It's very, very powerful. But the problem is you wanna make sure you take away, you know, if, you, if you're this person, and you've lost $900 in four years of trading, the, the important part is to understand why you're down $900 and understand and get the proper perspective because this is not a trading strategy problem, right? This is a trading strategy that worked out fantastic. It made 115% over four years. That's wonderful. It only lost $900 because of your position stri sizing strategy. That being the case, it doesn't matter what strategy you're in. You know, you're going to have you're going to have trouble making money. All right, so so that's extremely extremely important. And of course, we have a lot of other lessons in this segment in the Trader Transformation Workshop. But uh, this is just a little sample of some of the things we talk about on how to be a better performing trader. And that is what I have for you today. I encourage you to visit us at LockingYourSuccess.com and check out our pro membership and our trading performance membership so that you too can break through barriers and make quantum leaps in your trading and in your life. Thank you for joining me, and I look forward to seeing you in the next Trading Performance Podcast. Hey, if you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to check out my Trading Performance Membership, where we take all this material to the next level. We study it and we apply it to bring our trading performance to peak levels. Simply go to tradingperformancepodcast.com, that's one word, tradingperformancepodcast.com, to receive information on how you too can become involved and improve your trading. I look forward to seeing you there.